You are listening to a production of the Toll Network, home of Biting Analysis. I am Matthew, an Ultraman noob, and I am here to discuss SSSS Gridman. This is going ultra for Pebcac. P E B K A C, which is a computer tech uh, snide remark meaning problem exists between keyboard and chair. Anyway, here are my overall thoughts on uh, SSS Gridman episode 4 Suspicion. Uh, on a scale of terrible to great, it was pretty darn good. Uh, much better than last episode, I thought. Uh, overall, the story of this episode was interesting. Um, other than the link between the two sides of the conflict, uh, kind of closing it, well, I guess other than paralleling, uh, deepening between the two sides and them drawing closer to each other, uh, in a kind of tense way, uh, I'm not sure what else there is to say about this episode. Um, and then, uh, again, the sit- the setting, uh, the place feels really, we- we- uh, the place where it all takes place, uh, feels really real, whether that's the high school or <laughs> the, uh, like karaoke bars, the kids are hanging out at, um, and even junk shop. Although, uh, I think they should have some, a- they should let you know that actual customers are still coming into junk shop, uh, cause it almost feels like it's ex- exclusively the hangout of the, uh, Gridman Alliance folks. And I can't imagine what that's doing to uh, Takarada Sun's business, even though it seems like the uh, Gridman Alliance vehicle people or whatever, what, I don't know, the Gridman weapon people are, uh, you know, actually eating and drinking stuff. So anyway, anyway, moving on, uh, my immediate afterthoughts upon finishing the episode were, uh, so Rika and Akane are more linked than I thought they were, and, uh, and the show's definitely developing into like a low-key romance almost. Um, I'm really interested in what exactly is going on between uh, Akane. No, not Akane. Between I was gonna call her Shinjo now. Between Rika and Yuta, and uh, I don't know. I think it's pretty interesting. Um, I like the idea of there being uh, romantic tension, um, but I don't like the idea of it consuming everything in the show. And I don't think it's going to, but I do um, think that, as Yuta suspects, maybe there is some thing left unsaid between them. And it's funny, he even kind of insinuated it in the first episode. I think if I recall correctly, he said something to Rika along the lines of, uh, like, did something happen between us? Uh, And then I think he quickly followed up with, like, you know, are we friends or whatever? And then she said, you know, this is the most we've talked since you got transferred to my class. I mean, but now with the weird sort of, I don't know, emotional tension between them, it seems kind of funny. And then, uh, I got to say one of the best things was at the end of the episode after, you know, the threats of the other guys are removed and stuff. Um, Yuta is disappointed that Rika wants them to all go out on like a group date sort of situation. And uh, he was definitely looking for some one-on-one time with her, which is, uh, it's just, it's funny to see him have these expectations and then have them get, you know, dashed. Hopefully next week I'll have my act together better and I will um, have made more substantial notes. Uh, But again, I was doing a second watch of the episode and I got about two minutes into it before 
my app crashed on me and I wasn't really able to uh, recover. So um, I'm just kind of going to mention the characters and then say if there's anything uh, interesting uh, that I saw in the episode that I want to talk about. Um, so uh, with the Gridman Alliance folks, we've got Max, Boar, uh, which is the lady, well, she's the only lady on the team, and uh, I don't remember the others now besides um, besides my main man, Caliber. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I thought it, um, I guess one of my favorite things, you know, I'll, I'll front load the, uh, the review thing. Uh, I really liked this episode. That was really good. Um, one of the things I like best about it is that it felt like it had been a decent amount of time that all these characters had gotten to know each other. So like the, uh, the other, uh, you know, vehicle helper people were, are just like hanging out now. Um, and that's just how it is. And, uh, you know, Rika's mom has to put up with that. And, uh, it definitely seems like they all have a rapport with um, with the rest of the group. Uh, and, and another thing, uh, talking about the romance, um, I really wanted to highlight what this line was, but I don't remember what it was now. And like I said, I you know, was trying to watch the episode and it you know didn't work for me. So um, Max says something to um, Yuta along the lines of like, you two are so irritating to watch. I'm talking about him and Rika. Um, and then at the episode... Uh, Towards the end of the episode, he kind of says silently to himself, like, yeah, you're knowing to watch, but it's also kind of entertaining. Uh, and I thought that was pretty funny. But anyway, it, it strikes me as funny that these uh, Gridman Alliance folks, uh, you know, auxiliary members or whatever, are just like, they're there in the world, uh, hanging out in the junk shop all the time. And I don't know what to say about that. Um, it was cool to see Rika trying to reconnect with, um, with Akane and trying to make that work. Um, and then the, the doubt that she had about how the kaiju um, incidents keep happening around her uh, was pretty interesting because then, you know, she's thinking she's somehow connected to it. And, uh, I mean, that's a, that's a possibility. I mean, it definitely looks like it's Akane and Alexis uh, alone, but, you know, who knows what is going on in this, in this world. Speaking of which, um, I'd seen a comment on Twitter, I think, about how uh, like, oh, this is probably all a, a simulation inside of a world. Or maybe that was uh, the Capes and Cool Scarves uh, review mentioning that. I, I'm not sure, but it's funny because the world is so well realized that it'd be kind of an ironic twist if this ended up being a fake world or a, a simulation world. Uh, anyway, so Rika Utsumi, uh he didn't get much, although it was funny that uh, he was interested in like in joining Utah and uh, and Caliber was tagging along with them to spy on um, Akane and Rika and the other two girls uh, when they were out with the uh, the YouTube guys um, arcade I think is what the group name was and uh, as soon as Akane left uh, Utsumi was totally not interested and uh, I like how Yuta threw it in his face like hey man you said you weren't interested and he said I didn't say that just said she's unapproachable. Um, so it was kind of funny I mean, kind of pathetic too to see this guy just like hanging out on the edge on the periphery not allowing himself to like even approach her because he's too scared or whatever but you know it's again that's real um feels very real so i don't know it's kind of a fun element um i like those little uh elements of realism in shows especially when they're as fantastical as this one um yuta again uh I mean, he's kind of doubting the fact that his memories haven't come back. I think that was in this episode, too. And uh, I know he's kind of in a weird place. Uh, I really enjoyed um, seeing his relationship with Gridman, uh, just the two of them talking and Gridman being able to tell that Yuta looks troubled and then wanting to help him. Like, it's just so sweet and genuine of, of Gridman. And 
it's really funny, like, the advice he gives him because he's giving him – he's trying to give him uh, advice and just help him in general. But he's giving him, like, combat advice and, like, you have to face your enemy and, you know, things like that. And, uh, I mean, you can apply – uh, martial tactics to, to anything uh, to an extent like you know the art of war is read by businessmen um, and they you know take Sunsi's wor- words to uh, you know <laughs> into boardrooms and whatnot and do you know let those inform their actions it's just it's kind of a funny thing um, okay so going on to uh, the bad half of the of the equation um, it was cool that uh, Akane is getting really frustrated like you know a villain who's thwarted like this should be really mad um, and she's trying to escalate things and it's cool that she's piecing things together um, she you know a in the first episode or second episode or whatever, like, she ran an operation to try to gather information on Yuta about why he, Rika, and uh, Utsumi were hanging out together now. And she questioned, uh, you know, Rika about why they were hanging out together. And then she um, ropes Rika in on this date, uh, this group date thing, to try to press her for more information. And, like, the girl is running intel. Like, she's obviously, I mean... Uh, Utsumi said it himself, you know, she's smart and talented, or, you know, she's beautiful and talented is what he was going for. But uh, I think brains were mentioned there, but obviously she has uh, a decent intellect, otherwise she wouldn't be able to um, figure this stuff out. Although, like, does she know who Samurai Caliber is? I don't know. Um, the school was being attacked by... Um, the school was being attacked, Gridman was being targeted, and Anti attacked the school, and... Uh, Somehow, Auntie was able to hone in on them. That's interesting. Hmm. I hadn't thought about that yet. Rika wasn't at school. She was ditching. She was hanging out with Auntie, and then Akane gets the call. Oh, she gives the call to Auntie to just, you know, go wild and wreak havoc so that Gridman would appear. But it also seemed at the same time like he was approaching the school. Um, because Rika's able to, or not Rika, Akane is able to see Ultraman, or <laughs> Gridman, and Anti fighting from her, like, seat in the classroom. And, uh, again, Samurai Caliber runs to the school to take Utsumi and uh, Yuta away, uh, and then he picks up Rika along the way to go to the junk shop. Um, so, that's all very interesting. Um, of course, Rika wasn't with them so she probably isn't the magnet for the kaiju just kind of recontextualizing everything and some of the developments from this episode anyway i definitely spun off on a tangent there um so let's see we go past that alexis again just i don't know weird like he's kind of in the same way that gridman is encouraging um yuta uh he's definitely encouraging akane um and, you know, ultimately I think it's malevolent, but it's just, it's kind of an interesting relationship to see growing. And, um, you know, she's mean, she's mean again to Auntie and, um, he is, uh, like running around on its own trying to attack Gridman and defeat him. Uh, but he's got his time limit he's running up against and he returns to her at the end of the episode. And, uh, I think she gets a call from the one guy left from, uh, the YouTube show or the ar- arcade. Um, and, uh, she, it's weird. She like answers the phone and throws the phone at auntie. Um, just this girl's like wildly out of control when she's upset like this. And, uh, I'm just wondering, I'm just wondering what that all means. Like, what are they trying to say? And, uh, I don't know what's going on here. Uh, I'm very interested. Um, I like the idea of her and Rika having been friends because to me that shows that at one point she was, 
not uh, full of the capacity for as much hatred and anger and uh, um, disregard for human life as she is now. You know, either that or she kept it all under covers. But uh, I think even now, the uh, like the interaction you've seen between Akane and Rika in this episode, um, they're a little strained, and you can tell like there's something between them. And I th- think I get a reaction from Rika that. Um, seems to inform that, you know, this is different from how things used to be. So, I don't know, that's kind of, uh, kind of interesting. Um, again, I'm really impressed with all the, um, all the humanity being explored, all the, um, human relationship dynamics that are, uh, popping up in the show and, like, giving a focal point, um, giving a lot of attention, despite the fact that you have, uh, you know, super awesome, uh, you know, cartoon (laughs) toy selling stuff. Like, uh, you know, there's the Grand Union or whatever that's going to happen where, um, you know, because there are two, I think it's because there's two kaiju at the same time, uh, Utsumi suggests that all of them go into the computer at the same time and then Junk has a hard time handling it and can't materialize them or manifest them uh, in their giant forms uh, over there. And, um, oh, uh, well, anyway, that's just an interesting thing and I wonder if, you know, Junk will get updated later on and they'll be able to simultaneously do that or if they're saving that sort of thing for a sequel season or what's going on. But this uh, this is partly what inspired the name of the episode, Pepcak, um, because Utsumi's freaking out. He doesn't know what to do. And uh, Rika gets up and I thought, oh, she's going to like show some computer prowess that we didn't know she didn't really know she had, you know, because of working here and you know maybe her mom's into this stuff, too. Uh, but she just unplugs the computer Um and then plugs Junk back in, which I thought was fabulous. And also, I think it's pretty funny. Um, it junk's this huge thing, and uh, there's you know all these components all around it, and it, everything is supported by one plug that she pulls out of the power strip. It's not even like, even that she like unplugs the power strip and then plugs that back in. It's uh, that's everything, just one cord. Um, I thought that was pretty great, and uh, just it's me freaking out over it was really fun. Um, let's see, I've kind of gone over all the pot stuff. I didn't really notice any visual stuff. I mean. I hate to say it, but it's like standard fare that the stuff looks good. Um, so nothing there. Um, although there's a there's a Twitter account called like Anime Smears or something, and they've been featuring uh, all the yanking and pulling and uh, twisting and uh, getting you know uh, you know primal instinct or whatever he says Yuta says when he activates or access flash uh, to go into the computer. They've been uh, putting that stuff up there, which I guess is uh, pretty popular with uh, people who like the uh, ex- especially good looking anime. I don't know. Um, but it just it looks good. It looks fun. It looks cool. Um, so that's all I have to say. Uh, let's see. Uh, I'm pretty much done for now. Um, don't have much more to say. Uh, the show's got me back. Um, you know, last episode I was saying, is it going to kind of do this thing where, you know, the odd number episodes feel like they're kind of lacking something and then the even ones are really great and keep me going? Um that seems to be what's happening. I hope next week I feel like things are moving forward uh, as well, um, you know, in a similar fashion as I did with this episode. And hope I'm just as happy. Anyway, that's all for now. Um, if you've got any questions or comments, you can send them in. Um, but now I leave you with the immortal words of Samurai Caliber. Do what you can do, always. And on behalf of the uh, Toe Network, or everybody at the Toe Network, uh, this is Matthew signing off, and I bid you do not get kicked by a horse and die. <laughs>